This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Today is uh, 12.48 p.m. Uh, tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Nico. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Okie dokie. Episode 223 of Switchcraft is brought to you by OPC. Get a fantastic gaming chair and directly support the show uh, by picking out a chair that can support you. I'm sitting in one right now and it's fantastic. If you want to get a chair like mine, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash opseat. You get $10 off your purchase by using my link. Again, that's runjumpstomp.com slash opseat. Fantastic chairs. You're definitely going to like them. Before we get into the actual news, I have a quick update. So if you watch the show on YouTube, which you can do over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, you probably noticed that there was no episode on Thursday. And for that, I apologize. Um, We've been having issues with my internet, and sometimes it just doesn't work for uploading. The downloading works fine, but the uploading will turn into garbage. And on Thursday, when I tried to uh, do the show. Um, I was running into an issue where I just couldn't, I couldn't send anything to the internet. And the idea of sending out massive, um, uh, massive video files up to YouTube was, uh, not something I was interested in. So that's why there was no video episode on YouTube on, uh, Thursday. If you want to, uh, get that content, you just go to runjumpstomp.com and you can listen to Thursday's episode. There's just, there's just no video. And, Sorry about that. All right, now that I've got that out of the way, let's talk about uh, the main story for today, and that is Emu Paradise. Uh, For those of you that don't know what Emu Paradise is, or MU Paradise, I don't know how you're supposed to say it, it is, according to them, the biggest retro gaming uh, website on Earth. And up until now, it's basically been a place where you would go and download ROMs to play on emulators which is legally uh, kind of a gray area. And I know that there's some people out there that'll say, no, no, it's black and white. Uh, But I disagree. I always felt like emulation was something that was uh, both legally and morally kind of a gray area. And the reason I feel like that is if the you know what, let's let's talk about this for a second. Basically, if you don't if you're if you're in the dark on this. Emulation allows you to play old games that um, are really, really a long time ago, and you can play them on modern hardware uh, by emulating the old hardware and then loading a ROM, which stands for read-only memory, uh, into that hardware. And it's like putting a cartridge 
in your old Nintendo and playing the old Nintendo games on your computer or on your Raspberry Pi or on the arcade cabinet, which is sitting behind me, which that's run by a Raspberry Pi. Um, and it's legal to have ROMs that you ripped yourself. So what does that mean? It means if you actually have the cartridge uh, of a game, you are legally allowed to pull the, the ROM off of the cartridge and have that file saved for preservational purposes. So that way, if something happens to the cartridge or if it breaks and you want to um, play the game that you legally own, that's okay. And for the most part, I think most people who are using emulation, they don't do it that way. They download the emulator. They go to um, a, a site like uh, Emu Paradise or Mu Paradise and or the Pirate Bay or wherever, and they download these files illegally. And that's not okay, except it doesn't really bother me if the developer of the game one is no longer in existence. So like let's say that there's a a, a game company that made a game back in the 80s and they no longer exist. How am I supposed to legally buy that without going out and spending, you know, 60 or $70 on, you know, uh, a cartridge for some game that's really, really hard to find just so I can, can play that game. And it's not like if, if I do that, that's fine too, but it's not like the, the game developer actually gets any of that money. You know what I mean? So the way I look at emulation and ROMs in general is if the game or if the developer no longer exists or the license holder no longer exists and you want to download that game, that's fine. If the developer chooses to not give you a legal way to purchase said game, then I feel like downloading and emulating is fine. So for existence, existence for example, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, let's say that I wanted to play the adventures of Bayou Billy, which is one of the worst games of all time on the Nintendo entertainment system. I remember when I was a kid, um, my friend and I, uh, we I would go over to his house like every day and his mom would make like these cool, these awesome chef salads with uh, boiled eggs in them and a bunch of ham and stuff. And we would sit down, we would eat like these chef salads, delicious with chicken on them and stuff. And uh, then we would play basketball out in his driveway. We would watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because we loved that movie. We were constantly quoting it. And then we would sit down and play Nintendo games. And we did this like every day for a whole summer. And one of the games that we were always trying to defeat was The Adventures of Bayou Billy. And that game is one of the worst games of all time. Now, I don't think that there is any way for you to go out and buy The Adventures of Bayou Billy, Bayou Billy? Uh, Bayou Billy legally. I don't think that there is. I could be wrong, but I don't think that you can unless you're buying a physical copy of the game 
from somebody who already has it. And if you do that, it's not like the developer of the game actually makes any money off of it. It's just money changing hands between two random people who are not any who are not part of the gaming uh, industry. So if you want to go out and, you know, you hear me talk about the adventures of Bayou Billy and what a horrible experience it is and how bad of a game it is. And you're like, I wonder if it's as bad as Bill says. There's only one way for you to find out, and that's to try it, right? But you can't try it because there's no legal way for you to buy this game. And that's where places like Emulation Par- or EMU Paradise come in or Cool ROMs or whatever, um, whatever site that you're talking about. That's where those come into play, and you can download those games. Now, I have... I have some ROMs on a Raspberry Pi sitting behind me. I have some ROMs on another Raspberry Pi sitting in front of me in case I want to play them um, at my computer. And I also have items like this, like my NES Classic. Uh, I also have items like, like this, like my Super Nintendo Classic. I also have... Uh, Sega's um, Genesis collection on my PS4 next to me. And having having all of these things means I have spent money to support a developer, even though I don't have to, because I have all of the games on here on my Raspberry Pi. And for the most part, playing them on my Raspberry Pi is a better experience than playing them on here. Um, This is basically just a Raspberry Pi. I know it's not exactly the same hardware, but that's basically what it is, uh, just with preloaded ROMs. And I I feel like, how how do I want to put this? Emulation is really kind of like a museum. It's, It's preservation. Now, you might be wondering, he's been talking about this for a while, why is he talking about this? And I can't believe I've gone this long without actually discussing it. Uh, Nintendo has been hitting these ROM sites with um, with a lot of, of cease and desist orders uh, to try and get them to stop uh, allowing these things to be downloaded. Here's a, a quote from Emu Paradise. Uh, it says, many of you are aware of the situation with regard to emulation sites that has been changing recently. What you probably didn't know is that we at Emu Paradise have been dealing with this with with similar issues for all 18 years of our existence. So this website has been out for 18 years, and it's been a place where people can go and download these games so that they can play them. And yes, some some people who do that, they don't go out and buy things like this so that they can support the developer. They just download the game and move on. And and you know what? That's up to that person. Uh, the money that um, that the video game company is losing there is so small that in the in the grand scheme of things, I really don't think it matters. Um, going moving on to what they continued to say, they said from receiving threatening letters in the early days of our ho- our host suddenly shutting down our servers due to complaints, we've seen it all. We've always been compelled with takedown. Re- We've always complied with takedown requests, but as you can see, there is no guarantee of anything. Um, 
where did it go? Um, Nintendo. I guess, I don't know if they came out and said Nintendo. No, uh, they didn't come out and say Nintendo. But Nintendo has been hitting these websites with uh, takedown notices to try and stop them from hosting this content. Now, what is really strange to me is that suddenly out of nowhere, it seems like Nintendo's like, and I don't want to say that they've never done this before because I'm sure that they have, but it seems like they've gotten a lot more aggressive recently as to these uh, emulation websites. And I feel like... In the long run, it's bad PR for Nintendo. Um, People who download the ROMs, I feel like most of them probably wouldn't spend the money one way or the other. Like most of them would just say, well, it's not important enough to me to download or to play to pay five bucks to play Super Mario Brothers on the NES uh, I've played it before. I don't really need to play it again. Uh, but if it's for free, then I'll check it out. I don't think that every single download at a site like uh, Emu Paradise counts as a lost sale for Nintendo. And anybody that pretends that that's the case, I feel like they're being a little disingenuine. disingenuous. Sorry, I screwed up that word. Um, but I don't like how Nintendo is attacking these sites because these sites are doing something that I think is very, very important to video games. They are preserving, uh, video games because at some point these games are, you're not going to be able to go out and find a physical version of in this, in the case, in the example that I mentioned earlier, the adventures of Bayou Billy. Like, you're not going to be able to find a physical version of that because they'll all have been destroyed at some point. Maybe somebody maybe somebody with the last two copies, uh, maybe their house burned down or, you know, maybe somebody threw it in the in the garbage because it was taking up too much room in their house. And eventually we're not going to have these physical copies around. And so having the digital copies, I think, is very, very important. So. You know, I'm very happy that I already have the ROMs that I have because otherwise I would be scrambling to go out and try and download as many as uh, of them as I can. And yes, because I want to play them, but mostly for for the ability to play them. Uh, I I like there's almost like a warm blanket effect when you look at the ROM list and you're like, yeah, I'll. I don't want to play Mylon Secret Castle because that game is also awful. But if I did, I could. And I like that. And the fact that, you know, Nintendo is going to keep publishing Super Mario Brothers over and over again. They're going to keep sending us new copies of Zelda, uh, the original Zelda for the NES. They're going to keep selling that to us over and over. But smaller games that just aren't, uh, as po- that were never as popular, those are going to fall by the wayside. Uh, so oh, Link31254 is saying, uh, don't hate on Mylon. Uh, TF Wagner in chat says, Bayou Billy is coming to Nintendo Online. I don't think it is. Or I think I get what you're saying. I, I get the joke, man. Uh, let's let's look at the, what other things chat is saying. Um, let's see. Kodiak Moonwolf in chat says, the game that annoys me 
is Legend of Dragoon. Sony released that in the US on PS3, PSP, but they never released it on the EU. I really want to replay this game. And that makes a lot of sense. Like Kodiak Moonwolf wants to play Legend of Dragoon, but for some idiotic licensing reasons, the game was never released in the region that he happens to live. And because Nintendo had those, uh, or, well, not Nintendo, because, uh, because console makers tended to have those dr- draconian measures of um, region locking their systems, which, by the way, uh, Switch is the first time that Nintendo has ever not region locked their system, um, their their home consoles. Um, it, it seems r- ridiculous that that they that Kodiak Moonwolf can't go out and buy it. And yes, they did release it in the UK originally, but when they re-released it for the PS3 or PSP, they didn't release it in the UK for him. So that really, I, I totally understand where he's coming from there. And I hope that Nintendo backs off, but I don't think that there's any chance that they will. I think that Nintendo is going to dig in their heels on this. And I I wonder if, if it has something to do with the Nintendo Switch Online, which is supposed to uh, be launching in uh, September, the, the second half of September, we're supposed to have Nintendo Switch Online launch. Um, I wonder if that has something to do, to do with that. Most likely, um, because they don't want us downloading soccer for the NES. Trust me, I've played soccer for the NES. It's not that great. If you're going to spend your time playing video games, why not play them on something that can also teach you about computing? Get a Commodore 64 or VIC-20. This is a really weird story, uh, and it involves Amazon UK. <laughs> and I don't really get why they would do this, uh, but if, uh, this is via Nintendo Life. So let me bring that up on the screen here. Uh, Amazon UK is is basically selling demos, free demos off the Nintendo eShop for a penny. So if you go, like, let's say that you want to play Octopath Traveler demo, which you can go to the eShop and download for free. If you want to go to Amazon and buy a download code for it, like, let's say that maybe... I'm not sure why you would go to Amazon and not just go directly to the eShop unless you were trying to like use my Amazon code to support the show or something like that, or maybe buy a gift for somebody. Um, but anyway, you can go to the, the eShop and download the Octopath Traveler Prologue demo for free, or you can go to Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk and pay a penny for it. And I don't, I don't understand why you would do that. Uh, I guess it happens with Octopath. It happens with Captain Toad. It happens with Sushi, Sushi Striker, which I always have trouble saying. Uh, of course, people are, uh, you know, giving negative reviews to, to this, which is too bad because that, you know, you look at that and it says Octopath Traveler Prologue Demo has a one-star review on Amazon that's terrible because that's an awesome game that now has a one one star review because Amazon decided to try and make a penny. I I don't understand the reasoning there. It's just it's just so stupid. Vaxer in chat says nothing better like paying for free stuff. That's right. It's like that um that Tom Petty song 
uh, the last DJ, the boys upstairs are trying to see how much you pay for what you used to get for free. So it sounds like Amazon are the boys upstairs. <laughs> it's so dumb. Let's go racing. It's Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness. Only on Super NES. Turn the track into a giant mud pit. Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt. Fly Mix it up for the big boys. All right, we're going to do the lightning round now. I've got, uh, looks like four stories that I'm going to go through. Uh, first off, uh, this is awesome. Uh, Doom Eternal, which is the sequel to the relaunch of Doom, uh, is coming to the Nintendo Switch uh, we weren't sure if that was going to or not. Uh, apparently, the 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 um, the, ver- the Nintendo Switch version of Doom uh, did well enough that they decided that Bethesda decided we want to port Doom Eternal over to uh, the Switch as well as the other consoles and PC. Uh, if you did not play the original Doom, I highly recommend that you check it out. I played it on PC. And had an absolute blast with it. The game is incredibly fast, uh, very, very frenetic, and it has this cool um, gameplay loop where you are rewarded for getting up in the enemy's face because you get more uh, health and uh, ammo by getting up in the enemy's face. But by getting up in the enemy's face, you're taking more of a risk. So it got this fantastic risk-reward system that is incredibly fun so i definitely recommend that you guys pick up doom for the nintendo switch or pick it up on whatever platform you want um if you have access to it on other platforms i would recommend that you play it on those other platforms because it will run faster and uh will look prettier and i really don't feel like being able to play doom portably is something that is I mean, for me, it's not appealing. I don't like using the Joy-Cons for shooting-style games. I don't feel like the placement of the thumbstick is really the best in that case, in which case I would want to use the Pro Controller. Uh, But if you don't have any other platform and you are looking for an incredibly fun, uh, fantastic shooting experience, then you can't go wrong with picking up the original Doom. Uh, Well original it's not the original the remake of doom i think it came out in 2016 uh incredibly fun and oh my god the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks that you will ever hear all heavy metal stuff and i'm not like a big metal head or anything but it it was it was just absolutely perfect for the moment to moment gameplay that you are experiencing and i'm very excited that doom eternal is going to be coming to the nintendo switch as well, because I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't have access to the other games, or I'm sorry, the other systems. So I want everybody to be able to experience awesome games. Um, Joel Mead 24 in chat says, I'm the same way. I think portable mode is best for strategy, puzzle, etc. type of etc. type of games. I totally agree. Uh, games like Zelda Breath of the Wild is fantastic in portable mode. Uh, Octopath Traveler also great. Uh, you know, those kind of games that don't require the right stick very much. I think like those are really, really good in portable mode, but a game like Fortnite or Paladins, I tend not to play those in uh, portable mode because I just don't like the joy cons on that. All right. Uh, let's also talk about uh, cross platform, uh, summer roadmap for rocket league. Um, there's a quick story, I'm bringing it up right now on Rocket League's official website 
talking about cross-platform and their summer roadmap. And right down near the bottom, it says that we can expect that cross-platform parties are going to come in September. Uh, They're going to be using what's known as Rocket ID. Uh, So it's going to be very much like the Epic ID. So if you are playing uh, Fortnite and uh, you can sit down and make a group. In fact, I did last night. I was playing Fortnite with uh, a listener and their son. And um, the listener was on their Xbox. I was on my Switch. His son was playing on his Switch. And it was seamless and super easy to do. Uh, we had a lot of fun, and um, you know, I got my butt kicked a couple times. Uh, that's it's going to work exactly the same way as that does uh, using uh, the Rocket ID from Psionics. And the the one thing to keep in mind is, of course, uh, Sony is not going to participate in this because they are a bunch of jerks. Uh, moving on, speaking of September, uh, Capcom is releasing Mega Man Eleven demo in September for the Nintendo Switch. This is thank you to uh, Deadlock for posting this in our Discord. We've got a little channel in the Discord uh, called Switchcraft Stories, and people post stories in there that they want me to talk about on the show. So if there's something that you want, uh, you can join our Discord by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And once you're there, you can just use that, uh, that one channel. Well, you can use all the channels, but you can use that channel to get my attention on something that maybe I didn't uh, wasn't going to talk about. But this is via Nintendo Life. Uh, They said that Capcom is releasing Mega Man 11 demo in September. I'm very excited for that. I've never been really a huge Mega Man fan, Uh, not because I don't like the games, but I don't like how Mega Man jumps. Uh, I feel like his like the weight of his jumping is really off-putting to me, mostly because I'm so used to how Mario jumps. And I feel like with Mega Man and Mario, um, you either, you fall into one of two categories. If you played Mario first, then you tend to be like a little iffy on how Mega Man jumps. And if you played Mega Man first, then you f- tend to feel a little iffy on how Mario jumps. I could be wrong about that, but that's generally my experience has been um i don't like the way mega man jumps i feel like he weighs too much and just drops like a stone whereas mario is a lot more floaty and that's what i'm more used to uh that being said mega man 11 looks fantastic and i can't wait to check it out the last story in the um uh in the lightning round is that valkyria chronicles 4 it's not really a story i sat down and i played some of the demo and man, it took me right back to playing the first one, which I had so much fun. I, I, I played the first one on PC, and I'm definitely look, definitely looking forward to playing more Valkyria Chronicles 4. I didn't finish the demo, um, but I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> it had been sitting on my Switch for a few days because I talked about it on the last episode, and I said, I'm going to download it right afterwards and play, and I just didn't have time to, to sit down and play it. And then I was getting ready to to do the show and I was like, oh man, I never did, um, I never played the demo, so I can't really talk about it. So I decided I shut off my lights and I sat down and played some of the demo. And sure enough, that game is so slow and tactical and deliberate and it is really, really fun. Um, I cannot wait to put more time into Valkyria Chronicles 4. If you've never played one of those games, 
It's this really cool turn-based strategy game that also has real-time elements. So you, you know, your turn is broken into phases basically, and uh, you got a top-down phase where you pick who you're going to use, uh, and then you zoom in on them, and then they've got like an action bar and how much how much energy that they have, and that gets used up as they move. Uh, so you want to get them into a good position before that energy bar runs out. And then you go into targeting mode and start shooting at enemies. And uh, that's that's all really slow paced and very, very fun. Uh, if you've not played Valkyria Chronicles, definitely check it out. And uh, the, the demo is on the, the Nintendo eShop right now. So you can check it out. Very, very fun game. Uh, and I don't feel like you need to have played the other ones because I've only played the first one and uh the demo for the fourth one and valkyria chronicles 4 is i I didn't feel like there was anything from the first one other than the overall gameplay and it was it was really awesome so uh that's my recommendation to you guys all right that's it for our news stories today uh before we get out of here i just want to thank um Reese Zahasi. Uh, hopefully I said their name correctly. Uh, that is, uh, they're the, the person that made the music that you heard at the beginning of the show. And you're going to hear in a little bit. And the song is a link to the past, uh, dark golden land. Basically, uh, last episode I took a, I played a song that was an N64 Zelda song played on SNES hardware. And this time I'm playing a SNES Zelda song, uh, or I'm, I'm, for you guys, I'm playing a song that was uh, originally on SNES and being made on the NES hardware. So it's really good, and uh, I thought that 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 it was a fun fun little song to listen to. So you can find uh, a link to their music over at RunJumpStomp.com/music. Uh, if you want the full show, you can either come and watch live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp, or you can watch the videos after the fact over at youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, if you are looking to support my content, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp, and you will get a, uh, bonus episodes that are not necessarily about Nintendo, but just about stuff that's awesome in general, the things that I want to talk about. Uh, and you can get bonus episodes over there just for patrons. Uh, or you can also just go over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And all the links there, including the Patreon link, will help me create more content. Big thanks to everyone who has already supported the show. And also thank you to the people who have joined us for the live uh, chatters. Uh, we've got Kodiak Moonwolf, Vaxer, uh, Corona, Corona G8, or Corona Gate, I guess is the name. Uh, Hopple is here. We've got Joel Mead 24, Lolworthy. Um, let's see how many gifts I get. Okay, that's a weird name. Uh, Link 31254, Lumberjoke 2, T Bond 222, TF Wagner, VNK, Virgo Pros, and The Lurkers. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me while I record the show. Uh, feels like this was a longer one. We're at 31 minutes already, and I. I gotta, I gotta squeeze things down. So you guys are great. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.